Uh, hello, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official Jurgis Bizarre Adventure Podcast of the manga, of the anime, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Crossfire Hurricane Special. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. I'm Pickle Brooks! Do you guys, oh. Have you guys watched Trick and Morty? <laughs> was that the good one? That was the bad one. <laughs> I was like, I have a good nickname that I have planned, and then I just thought of a bad one, and I think I'm going to go with that one. So I... I've never seen an episode of the Richard and Mortimer show, but I just I just started watching Richard and Mortimer yesterday. Now to take a big sip of coffee and check the subreddit. So does he really just yell, "I'm Pickle Rick"? Is that like the joke? Well, I haven't seen the episode yet. Okay, <laughs> but from what I understand, there's uh, Mortimer goes goes down to the um, the dark kitchen where he does his activities, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, where? Hey, where are you?" And then there's a pickle, and he he flips over the pickle, and it's actually a very old man. Oh. And the old man says, "You must return me back to my regular Richard form, or I sh- <laughs> and I shall tell your fortune." <laughs> Remember me? It's the only mysterious voice we know how to make. <laughs> uh, how, how is your How is your weekend? Late recording this time, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go. I had to go back to my hometown um, mm-hmm. for for my childhood best friend's wedding, mm-hmm. and it was a lot less weird than I thought it would be. No, that's good. Uh, it was just like a lot of people that like I saw for the last time, like in a youth group seven years ago, and I haven't talked to them since. And things, some things have changed. Yeah, so <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. There's, there's been some tweaks here and there. Yeah. So, but no, it was cool. Um, on Friday, I went to the Food Network burger thing that I always go to. Because my yeah. friend's dad gets tickets, and I always go to it with him. Sure. And uh, good, some good burgers. Uh, one burger, it's it's just like you you go in, and then there's a bunch of like it's Comic Con, but for cheeseburgers, pretty much. Like yeah. there's a bunch of booths set up, and you could just eat them all. Mm-hmm. And like the second one we went to, this guy, he was like a French guy, so I'll I'll do a very good oh. accent. He said, "Hello, I'm French." And oh, just like just like our good friend Bulnareff. Bulnareff. I I said "Merci beaucoup" is what I said. <laughs> And then he said, our burger has, uh, it's 45 day aged beef and there's a duck egg and black truffles on it. Do you want to guess how much it cost? And I said, <laughs> no. And then the, other, and the price is right music played where you go over the cliff and it's very sad. And the French, the Frenchman said, if you, if you guess correctly, he's like, if you, if you correctly guess my wizard's like trick, I will give you one shot of this alcohol. And I said, I think I'm okay. And, and I friend, shall tell your fortune. And my friend was like, $120. And he was like, correct, have two shots with me. So uh, <laughs> That guy just wanted to get drunk with some kids. He wanted to get drunk with some kids. I'm a 26-year-old little boy. And I ate, <laughs> I ate the burger that was $120, and it didn't taste good. So, <laughs> Is that the location where you got that cool new cover photo where you look miserable? No, that was us walking home from the event. Oh, okay. It was just an and ad. you found yourself in a canvas. Yeah, I found myself okay. and myself and also myself, my new podcast. Right. And the, the, the Eddie on the canvas ages normally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, uh, it's a cheeseburger and it's $120. And that's fuck, good. Fuck that. Uh, the, the best one I had is, it's your, hear me out on this one. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was a regular burger. Okay. Regular beef right here. I'm with you. Uh, bacon. It had like peppery bacon on it. Oh, the the manly the manly condiment. The, the manly condiment of Reddit and condiment a, a boy. What's what was listed as peanut butter sauce? Now that's that's a that's a challenging concept. It's a cha- it is that's why I said I need to see this for myself. I need to take a bite out of this one and see. So you so you peeled back the curtain and there's just a five gallon jug of water with a jar of peanut butter in it and they were stirring it. Yeah, uh, and it was very good to eat to me. It was the peanut butter sauce was good. It was good. It was the best one I had. Nice. And then I looked it up, and I found the restaurant that serves it, and it's fifteen dollars. Which, uh, mm. I you know I'm I'm I like a burger. Burger is my favorite mood mood food. Uh, mood. But I'll I'll get a cordy cordy poundy from Mick, Mickey D- Donald's, and mm. that's good to me. So, I went to McDibbles last night. Actually, I, I when had, I was on the way home, can I? Can, I really love our food podcast that we have. I had the the new tendies there, and they're <laughs> pretty good. I tried to get the new buttermilk crispy tendos, and they weren't there because they would run out. So I got um, ten so you, McNuggets. So you threw a tantrum and sued them. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I did the funny 4chan meme, um, and then yeah, I McFucking lost it. And 
Um, no, I got 10, uh, 10 regular McNuggies, which I haven't had in years. And I got a big McChickie cause I was hungry and I had to drive on I-4 for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I got, I tried their sweet and sour sauce, which wasn't Szechuan sauce, but I've never had it before. Uh, and it, I, I got these tasted. and the lady inside the robot, she said to, I was in my car and the lady was in the robot and she said to me, it's just you, get in the fucking robot, Shinji. <laughs> she and said, then she said, anime. Would, you, would you like to try our new signature sauce? Which yes, like. If I hear those yeah. words, not like, oh, what, like, yeah, give it to me. And it was pretty much just garlic, which I was cool with. So, yeah. three out of five. Nice. Thanks. They should what? call it Garmic, because it's for McDonald's. Thanks. I'm going right on your camera right now. I'm down. I'm going to I'm gonna send that into corporate and see if we can get a... <laughs> okay. We're going to get an anonymous patron for $2,000 a month. A month. But it's, we only get sent, sent like $2,000 worth of McDonald's sauces. Which, we honestly, flip those. okay. We could flip those on eBay. Yeah. Uh, Want to talk about JoJo? You don't fucking love Rick and Morty, but let's get into JoJo. <laughs> uh, the one we're starting with, Season 2, Episode 5, Silver Chariot. What'd you think of these episodes? It's sort of some challenging concepts. <laughs> uh mainly uh paul nareff's pose at the end of this episode but we'll... it was a it was yeah it was hard to to conceive of my three-dimensional brain mm-hmm. that was another it, one that they had to like edit him in the 3d software and just break all of his bones to make him stand that right way. and if, you know like remember in back in like the second part of season one when like when cars made a zombie look just like him and tricked lisa lisa hamon mom into mm-hmm. like getting stabbed yeah and we were like, that's kind of hard to conceptualize, but that'll probably just happen once. That's just every fight now. Yeah. Like, um, my favorite thing, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to all this, but my favorite thing is when fire made a stone's joints move and made it walk. No, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm no STEM major, but like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> uh, how's this one start? So, um, Jean-Pierre Polnareff says, hey, I'm gonna, oh, well, first, um, there's a we we start with the the normal show where um the fire clock falls over and mm. explains that magician's red can make flames go in any direction. Oh yeah, want. his flames don't. Uh, it's it's good. He lets us know now, like five episodes in, that uh magician's red's flames can are controlled. However, uh, Avdol wants they don't like yeah. follow the rules of nature. This this normal television show begins with the soup night. Uh, emerging from his soup, and you have to defeat the soup knight before the fire table strikes 12. Yeah. And and Avdel says, that doesn't even work. Let's go outside. <laughs> oh, no, first, he does, like, a cool trick. He has five coins. For, no, first, uh, this is a thing that always annoys me, and I guess it kind of makes sense, but it starts here, where the enemies always know, like, the full powers of all the main cast stands, like, as soon as they encounter them. That's a good point. They watch the show. Even though he's like, ah, I see you have the magician's red, which controls the flame to suggest the beginning of all things. So like, yeah, are dude. there, are there a lot, are, cause there are only a, there are a finite number of tarot cards, right? That's like, why eventually we move on to, uh, in like the second part of the season, there's a different theme for the names and then it's just totally fucking bands and music from there. Okay. Cause like, it, yeah, cause I know that like Super Saiyan used to, there was like one and then like, by season two, there were, like, 25. Yeah. Goku has a new form, I think. Yeah? In the new Dragon Ball Z that still exists. Is yeah, it good? It, I don't know. <laughs> I saw an article, and I said, I think I'm good. I'm good on that one. Yeah. Goku might not be good. I have enough stands to think about. Anyway. Uh, he pierces the coins. Right? It's good. Oh, yeah, so he's like, watch this cool trick. And he throws up, oh, Abdul's like fire, he's blown everywhere. And he throws up five or four or five coins in the air, and then uh, Silver Chariot pierces the coins on the sword. Right, and, and not only that, that's yeah, not jo- Joseph's like, wow, he pierced the coins good. And Jotar's like, look again, idiot. <laughs> and then it's like, it, there's individual flames between each coin. Which of course means that his stand can cut fire. Yeah. There's nothing that his stand cannot cut, which is great. It's it's really good. And uh, did you know the chariot suggests conquest and victory? Yeah. It's biblical. Yeah. As as uh, he explains. And then he says, like a normal guy, hey, I'm tired of doing this in here. Let's go to Tiger Bomb Garden. I just wish... 
I wish that they gave us a little bit more information on what Tiger Bomb Garden was. They just said, hey, the, yeah, they go, let's go to Tiger Bomb Garden. And then everyone says, okay. And then the narrator Tiger says, Bomb Garden. It's a weird place that looks different. It's in one of Hong Kong's bizarre zones. They said bizarre a lot in these two episodes. There's a lot of bizarre going on. I feel, I feel, maybe that was the translators, like, having too much fun. Yeah. Um, so Anyways, yeah, this place looks like a secret level on like a PS2 Tony Hawk game. Yeah, like if you have to grind all the animals, and then yeah, then you get to like this like this secret carnival level. Uh huh. And it's just there's like all multicolor like chickens and lions and all. It this just stuff. looks like a really shitty mini golf place. Yeah, it's mini golf without the holes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude, holes. <laughs> Sick, dude. I love that book. <laughs> So, uh, they're like, okay, let our battle begin. And Polnar F, he's like, oh, let me show you my sick moves. And he caught, like, out of one of the stone animals that already exists, he just carves, like, a buff-ass magician's red copy. Which is good. I guess it's good, but he does it for no reason. And then they're like, oh, he's mocking us. Yeah, they, well, the slicing man carves a statue to mock them. And then immediately we get the best onomatopoeia of the season so far. Suck. 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 Yeah, so, uh, Abdul begins... Abdul isn't really doing anything, he just does, like, a hand motion, and Magician's Red starts sucking, like, big suck, in right. the air. And then, uh, Joseph's like, everyone hide, We're, he's gonna do that move we all know about. And then, uh, he activates his final moto, and then, then a horn sprouts out of his head, and right. he says, Crossfire Hurricane. And it, it's just Fire Blast from Pokemon. It's just Fire Blast, but it's, like, an Ankh, instead of, like, whatever the Pokemon one was. Yeah. But then the bird gets hot and burned, and Abdul doesn't like it. He does not. Uh, he does not appreciate it very much. Hey, he doesn't like being completely engulfed in flames for but a second. Like, like him and Polnareff get completely engulfed in pl- flames for an extended period of time, and they seem okay. They're, you know, skin is the body's armor. Yeah. So. So when you make all your skin fly off and like send you flying fifty feet into the air. Yeah. You become more nimble. <laughs> also, this is the point where Polnareff becomes good. Hmm. Because I haven't liked him yet. I don't like his. I don't. I don't like his name. I don't like his hair. I don't like. There are seven things that I hate about, about Polnareff. <laughs> about Polnareff. <laughs> but but then he, but then he goes oh yada 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 and I'm like yeah. that's so that's fucking good. He's good now. He's he good. Says, he says it a lot. It's good. Um. I, but well, then, one of my notes it says here is all he means is he can cut very fast. Like I don't know specifically what that's in reference to. That could honestly be any second of this entire episode. Yeah, because after that, it's the flames melted its joints and caused it to move. Yeah, the, so that so instead of Avdol and the bird being on fire, now the knight is on fire, and he only burned a statue. I, actually, this was like so confusing to me. I have no idea. I watched this three times, and I don't know what happened. No, he can control the flames freely. It's fine. Okay, which means that he can teleport. Step by, so take me step by step here. The flames he fired them at Polnareff. I mean, he was only Polnareff, pretending right? to be on fire. And then Polnareff, like, blocked them back at him. But the flames actually went to, like, the stone magician's red that was carved. And he's like, uh-huh. as you were doing that, it moved. Yeah, because magician's was... red did its down B attack, which turned it into stone. And then it's mm-hmm. like, you can't really tell mm-hmm. the difference. And then the flame melted its joints and caused it to move. Caused it to move and walk forward to him. And then Abdul in sliced the, it up. In, the, in mean, kind of the Polnareff. statuesque way that magician's red moves. Yeah, as we all know. The statue said, suck. The fucking tin man. And it started to move forward. Uh, And then uh, Abdul says, it's ten years too soon for you to fight me. Which, like, remember, didn't Joseph say something like that? Yeah. He's like, you've been asleep for 2,000 years, but you need another decade to fight me. Yeah, sometimes it just takes time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that was a reference to that, but okay. Uh, I love Joseph. When does Crossfire Hurricane Special come into play? Um, well, there's a regular Crossfire Hurricane then, again, that owns Polnareff, and then everybody's, Kakioin is like, his stand is destroyed, he'll be out of commission for months. Yeah, he says, um, he won't be able to stand for three months. Right. Like, okay. Does that, does that mean physically stand, or does that mean, like, have a stand? It's like, t- to stand, we don't know, we don't know the verb, like, usage. Okay. Yeah. So the slicing man, um, blows up, and then Polnareff starts levitating and clapping bravo. Mm-hmm. He, like, ex- like, it looks like he got double-bounced on a trampoline, and he just flies up into the stratosphere and is clapping and saying bravo, bravo. Yeah, and also his stand is naked. 
Yeah, here's it's and he says here's Silver Chariot, except it's naked now. Yeah. Um, and he explains that the armor flew off, and you only burn the armor off because that's how it works. Like, and now that the inside, armor's gone, he's stronger because he can move faster, and he likes it. To yeah, be so naked. Silver Chariot's very fast now, and he's very quick, and he does a, like Shadow Clone Jutsu and makes yeah, hundred. He uses double team, and there, yeah, there's a uh, lot. Yeah. Magician's uh, Red uses Red Bind and misses very badly. Mm-hmm. And then Polnareff F says, I've been trading for 10 years for certain reasons. For certain reasons, I've been training my stand, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you later, but anyway. Uh, that, like, to get off topic again, in my uh, Shakespeare class, we were doing, like, a peer review thing for our, like, first essays. Which, don't like it. But anyway, the teacher was like, for fun, let's go over a bad essay. And my favorite thing is that, like, a thing you shouldn't do is words like that, like yeah, specifically or like no, interestingly, and that just reminds me of for reasons. Yeah, do you think taking a Shakespeare class in like the 1400s is like taking a women's studies class now? Yeah, Where it's like oh hey girl, hey ladies, I'm just getting back from my my Shakespeare class. Just getting back from my Shakespeare class. Uh, oh, I, I, I could I could teach you what what alliteration is if you want. Uh, let me tell you something. It's all it's, it's just dicks. It's just about dicks and fucking and being cucked in every single play. <laughs> Julius Caesar is the only good Shakespeare play because it's the only one that doesn't involve someone being cucked. <laughs> as far as I know. Right. He, there is just a man who gets stabbed 40-something times. But, yeah. And it's, but he, it's, but, it's good. I, I must have told this story before, but I was so fucking mad in the time in like middle school when we did Julius Caesar because I wanted to be the main character and I die fucking halfway through the play and have ten lines and that's it. That's uh, super good. It's not to me. <laughs> anyway, I think it's good. <laughs> what? It's, it's still named after you. Like, if the play's name is like Brooks Oglesby, and like I die in the first act, which I would. Like <laughs> the tragedy still, like, of Brooks Oglesby. But <laughs> and then like the second act sur- is just like you becoming a senator and talking about how I was good at my open casket funeral. Yeah, it's the tragedy of Brooks Oglesby is the name, but it's just five acts of you like living your everyday life. <laughs> Like, going to class and then going home and, like, posting on Twitter. Oh, yeah, it's just, like, me in my class and on the corner of the screen in the play, there's a student loan counter that just keeps going it up. It just keeps going up. <laughs> hey, if if Silver Chariot can cut anything, can he cut the interest rate on my student loans? Course? Oh, am I right? I wish I could manipulate the flames of my student loan interest and reduce the rates which I owe, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yadi yadi daze. <laughs> Anyway. I wish he could save. I wish he could manipulate the flames of hell to save all the unbaptized babies down there. I wish Avdol would throw a dagger at me, which I could then use to kill myself, <laughs> eliminating my loans from the world. I wish I were a camera so that Joseph Joestar could slice me in half, and then out of my corpse would spring a picture of Dio. <laughs> would it come? Uh, would it come out your butt cheeks? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, just biologically. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wouldn't, like... It would be so fucking cool if, like, Jonathan Joestar's consciousness just somehow showed up. And it was just like, grandson, how are you? And then, like, Joseph turns around after just obliterating a camera with spirit photos of a vampire. <laughs> like, you missed a lot, Grandpa. Yeah, uh... I, uh let me explain. <laughs> uh, For certain reasons, I have to chop this camera in half. For, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think this happens in the next, no, uh, Dio, I think it's, it's, this happened in the next episode, but I looked it up, and Dio pretty much does also have Hermit Purple, except he's better at it. Nice! So, like, when he showed, uh, Polnareff, like, the, the illusion in the crystal ball or whatever, Hermit Purple was out. So I looked it up, and it's like, this isn't named, but it's pretty much Hermit Purple, and Dio can use it good. He doesn't need to destroy an expensive camera to do he, it. He does not. Yeah. That's very... Like, Dio would definitely be, like, the guy in high school who, like, takes black and white pictures and, like, puts, like, AFI oh, lyrics. And, like, like, oh, the, come, come into my, my, like... What's the room called? The band Come into room. my dark room. My I'm dark Wes room. Bentley. And then you... It's all just, like, photos of Jotaro's neck birthmark. <laughs> uh, what's going on here? And Dio is, like, cinematography. You wouldn't understand. Don't you hate it when, like, you just try to go, you're going over to Dio's house and, like, because he sells you weed, and mm-hmm. then, like, 
Dio is just like filming a dead cat in a dumpster and like talking about how life is beautiful and fleeting. And you're just like, Dio, the weed. That's pretty much what it's like. Polnareff goes there for some reason and Dio's like, uh, hey, do you want to be my friend? And Polnareff's <laughs> like, just uh, trying to buy weed. Like, I, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, merci beaucoup. What if his name was Polnaspliff? Ooh. <laughs> what is his name instead of Dio? His name was Weedo. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say Danko, but Weedo is actually better. <laughs> Danko is um, the name of uh, Jotaro's mother. You can't say Weedio because that's Mario if he smoked weed. It's a Mia Weedio. No. Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> Now, I like Luigi. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, like, <laughs> of concepts that are hard to entertain. I mean, he's he wears green. Right. So, yeah, it's confirmed. <laughs> Fuck you. He's Luigi now. <laughs> what he's happens? Just, remember, remember the funny Mario uh, Super Show animation YouTube poop where he's like, Stoned Luigi, chiseled it. <laughs> I'm like, they, they, I don't know what that meme is of like Mario and Luigi like walking into something. Like, I feel like I saw that, and I was already behind on it. So I was like, I'm just no, yeah, I missed, I missed the first part. But I, I still would, I still would very much laugh if like Mario and Luigi were like walking to Hell Climb Pillar, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, gee, Jojo, it was sure nice of Lisa Lisa to invite us to Hell Climb Pillar. Like yeah. that sounds, that's pretty funny. Uh, Polnareff dies. Yeah, <laughs> except, except he doesn't. Because there's there's many um, there's many uh, the the Ankh of the Crossfire Hurricane can fly into pieces, and Abdal is saying that like you know Polnareff's very like chivalrous. So in the name of chivalry, I'll explain my attack, and this is how I'm going to kill you with my Crossfire Hurricane special. Mm-hmm. And he just shoots a bunch of fire, and then Polnareff's like, too slow. Like, I told you, that won't work. But then he shoots the fire into, like, a hole created by fire already. Yeah, dude, holes. I love that book. And then, and then, uh, Polnareff, like, explodes. Yeah. And then, and then so then Avdol, one of our, like, main characters, Protagonist, like, leaves him burning to death with magical flames, and he tosses him a knife that he has now all of a sudden. At first, I definitely thought Avdol was just gonna slit Polnareff's throat. And then he says, use that dagger to kill yourself. Burning is fuck? bad to me, so use you a dagger. Just, you can just stop the flames, buddy. <laughs> anyway, but then, uh, like, it's literally the this is fine meme, because Polnareff oh, yeah. says, I'll be a good sport, and burn to death after all. <laughs> yeah, I was conceited. He's right. He's got Sorry. a good point. So I yeah, at that point, it. I'm like, Polnareff is actually good. It's actually I don't good. like to look at him or say his name, but like, good guy. Uh, I you'll, We'll later find out that we probably relate to um, Polnareff more than any other character, because one of his things is having bathroom problems. Nice! Yeah, like, that's one of his character traits, so. Nice. Maybe we're more like him than we thought. Is there gonna be, like, a funny scene where, like, he's finally gonna, like loses virginity to like all the hot girls that like him and then like he like has to have he has like a poop mistake and he has to like get out of there no but there is uh i'm I'm, this is maybe a spoiler but it's out of context it's just nonsense uh one time there's a lady a polnareff uh sees a lady sees baby polnareff's dick okay so is it like comedy large no it's it's like it's proportional but, okay, there, but there's no yeah. details on it, so it just looks like Crazy Frog's dick. <laughs> you know that dick we all know and love, that little guy? <laughs> Listen, I know all about Crazy Frog's dick. Um, anyway, he says he'll die after all, and guess what? He, he, Avdol stops it, because he's like, he's a nobleman. And yeah. then Joseph says, hey, he has a flesh bud too. And Joseph does not like the tentacle. Like, the, Joseph has never been more relatable, because he just hates it. Yeah, but like as he's ye- he's yelling about it, he's like, "Oh, Jotaro, come get the flesh bud!" And Joseph's like, "Oh, it's so gross!" Like it's obscured by the camera, but the tentacles look gigantic. Like, for yeah, no it reason. looks like there's a fucking tentacle shrub. Yeah, and uh, he pulls it out, and good, nice, and it's it's it. Polnareff is okay, and then Joseph he makes a funny funny joke. He says, "Now we uh-huh. can be buddies," and he says, "Tada!" After it, he says, "Tada!" And like Joseph, like. 
he is like he's the best JoJo, right? Like at that point, like uh, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> he's the best JoJo. He's definitely top two for me. He's super good. He's super good. And then Jotaro's like, yada yada. Do you ever want to kill this guy? <laughs> Jotaro's like, I have never laughed in my entire life. I've never laughed, and I never will. And also, I want to kill my grandpa. Yeah. Kakyoin's like, ah, eh, I don't know. It seems okay to me. So then they're like, I guess we'll, we, let's go to this abandoned harbor. Let's just walk among these shipping containers for a while. Yeah, because they're just they're living in Tony Hawk world right now. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the shipyard. Yeah. So they're walking, and then Polnareff's like, "What's up? It's me." Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, we know how plot goes. Like we figured, we saw we saw the ending already. Yeah, we read the script, and, and we know you're in it." Polnareff says, "Hey Joseph, can I ask you a JoJo's bizarre question?" He says, and... is, "Is your left arm also a right arm?" Which is a normal thing to say. A normal, yeah, a typical question. Uh, and so... he's he asks, he's looking for the man who killed his younger sister because mm-hmm. the man who did it had two right hands. He has two right hands. You know, like normally happens. It's like the uh, Princess Bride thing, but worse. Yeah. And folks, Jonathan doesn't have two right hands. In fact, he only has one left. <sighs> Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> uh, so he shows his robot hand, and then uh, Polnareff tells us the story. They're like, they're, he's like, hey, Polnareff's like, hey, I want to go with you to find this yo- this man who killed my sister. And everyone's like, we know already. Just tell us the story so we can get on with it. Yeah, dude, we got it. We, yeah, we saw the intro. Like, we know you're the fifth. So there's like a flashback and he's like, uh, my sister and her friend were walking in a rainy France countryside where I'm from. Anyway, yeah. a man with two arms who was like shielded from the rain. He like cut uh, her friend open and then he shamed and killed my sister, which doesn't sound good to me. Yeah, sounds bad. Sounds bad. Anyway, the friend escaped it, and no one believed her, but he knows it to be true. And, and then, then he shouts, I swore! And mm-hmm. then he gets onto a Gravitron at the carnival, and he makes the worst pose ever. So have you ever seen the image of the Gravitron going around, and a guy is standing on it, like, horizontally? Uh-huh. Because that's just what he does here. Yeah. Like, he just makes that pose on the ground. Anyway. It's like he's riding a horse, and you're looking at him from above. You know how guys... Like, you can, in, in Metal Gear Solid 5, yeah, that's my reference, you can hide on the side of the horse, like, slump down and hide behind it, and the horse runs. Like, that's what he was doing, but on ground. That's a cool game. It's good. You can attach a balloon to a guy and send him to space, and then he's your <laughs> slave. That's what Metal Gear is about. And then eventually he stops thinking. Yeah. Eventually Big Boss stops thinking. Mm. Um. So yeah, then we, they're like, oh... He's like, I want to come with you to find my sister. And they're like, yeah, we know. Like, even if Wait, one more no. story. Wait, one more story from your oh. new friend Polnareff. What? A year ago, I met Dio, you guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. Uh, so he met Dio. Well, like, I don't know where they keep meeting Dio because Dio has all these fucking, like, ornate things prepared. Like, he has a crystal. So Dio's here. He And in this we see he has, like, Hermit Purple. Like, he just has the vines around him. He has the, jo- the Joestar birthmark and a, a sick bird with a hat. I don't like the bird, but Dio looks so good, dude. Dio looks the bird. You have to admit, the bird is a lot better than like the dog man. The bird is sort of looks like a singular, like fauna, like a singular creature, which uh-huh. is good to me. Yeah, but like anything next to like any any picture with Dio and something else, it's going to be like the the funny meme where it's like ugly friend that makes you look better in your selfies. Uh, yeah, Dio's like hair is blowing all around, even though they're in like a dark room. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, something in this crystal ball. You don't like it, do you? And it's the man with two right hands. And then the Wasn't there, like, a whole, like, funny, like, Father of Rick and Morty South Park episode about, like, there was, like, a killer who, like, cut off people's right hands or whatever, and then, like, they could only find left hands, and then they flipped over the hands and realized that they were just upside down? Probably. Sounds like a really funny joke. It was pretty good. It was worth it. I was like, 22 minutes well spent, and then I went to 8th grade and I learned about pre-algebra. <laughs> so, then Dio's hair turns into snakes, and thankfully it cuts away before Polnareff's head is stuck with the flesh bud. Right. Uh, so he's like, yeah, let's go. Our bizarre adventure begins to Egypt. And then, uh, hey, it's funny, a funny thing happens, because Jotar, he says, yada yada, and uh, girls interrupt. Yeah, he tries but, to do the funny sign-off of the podcast, and then um, Jot- Jotaro's immediately like, 
You're being annoying. Ask a new question. Ask a new question. So then we immediately find out that, like, Polnareff, like, when he was fighting, he was, like, this cool... Even, like, under the mind influence of Evil Dio, he was, like, a cool noble guy. But uh, we find out that he's a sex pervert. He's a fucking sex pervert! He He takes knee photos of this, and, like, listen... It's 2017, like... I mean, to, this was this was 1988 or 9, so sex perverts, you know how they were back then. Listen, like, it's 2017, feet are passe, but, like, knees... Knees are in. No? He's, like, no, he... De- <laughs> he he deserves the flesh bud. Yeah, because it made him not horny. Yeah! Oh, cool. Um... Yeah, so then he's like, let's take, let's take, he's like, let's take a full body photo. Yeah. And, and we see the viewfinder and it's just knees of ladies. And people screaming outside my door. Yeah. And then, uh, they're like, oh yeah, Joseph says, uh, it seems like his head and lower half are separated. Do you get it? And like, like, yeah, dude. (laughs) Like, Like, I I, I get it, but also, for sure, like, his head and his lower half are, are far away from each other. Yeah. Um, like the, the then, way that a body is, and then and then we get the full yada yada daze, and then the episode ends. Yeah, and it's good. Is that the one that's like the picture on our Discord? I mean, he does it a lot. Oh, okay, because I was like that... the one that is from. I was like that looks be. like a funny custom emoticon. It does also suck. But yeah, we just, got, we just got menacing, so we'll have to wait a while for suck for someone else to make suck, and then we put it on our Discord. Right. Uh, good episode. I'm always waiting for somebody to make suck. <laughs> you wanna let's let wanna visit the uh, what's it called Speedwagon Foundation? Yeah. Uh, we have Patreon.com/slash Post Game of Thrones. Cash money, please, for us. Give me, and I like it. And then I can buy a hundred twenty dollar burger. <laughs> and feel not still not good about it. Please, please fund our fund our Garmic. Project Garmic. We need fifty thousand dollars for our pitch to McDonald's to get into McDonald's to say the words Garmic <laughs> to, to appeal my band to all McDonald's. Uh, at five dollars a month, you get a special shout out and episodes, and at ten dollars a month, you get your name. It's green in Discord chat, and you're you get to be in part of the the live stream monthly live stream. Still gonna do Fire Pro last one, the end of the trilogy Ooh. this month. I haven't figured out a good name for it yet, but it'll happen. Uh, it'll be good. This, this week's special user is our newest our newest donor, Josh Veal. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Please change your Tumblr icon. I don't like to look at it. It's good to look at to me, so you'll always have the support of one co-host. It's the fucking thing from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, looking at like the, the painting, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's me and that image. To me, it's good. I don't like to see it. There's something about it that's deeply unsettling. Um, Josh, I just want to let you know that um, literally like three nights ago, I showed my roommates um, your Jenna Marbles video because I think it's the funniest thing in the world, and they thought it was good. So thanks. Uh, in in the chat, uh, I think it was last night, someone was asking for the video of you doing improv. Didn't you like have a baby or something in it? Yeah, it was an emergency birth, and I played six characters, and I gave birth to myself. It was a classic comedy, classic it's, comedy boy, Brooks Oglesby. It is good. Thanks. <laughs> to think about. It's, it's, it's in my improv tag on my t- Tumblr. Oh, so there you go. For $5 a month, Brooks will tell you to check his improv tag on Tumblr. <laughs> For $5 a month, I will tell you my Tumblr. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. I mentioned that I had a Tumblr to my Meet, meet Space friends by accident a couple days ago, and my entire life flashed before my eyes. But they said, I know, I've seen you on it. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, entertaining forks, dude. I love you so much, Brooks. You're <laughs> hilarious. And I was like, thanks. I was like, thanks, Josh. Um, um in our, my old, like, we're, we're going internet way back now, but, like, the first, um, like, group of internet friends I had were from, like, the Insomniac Games Forum. That, like, the people that make, like, Ratchet and Clank and shit. Right. And when we were 13, we were like, we're too cool for this forum. We're going to make our own. And then uh, the guy who was the admin, like, we were talking to him the other day and talking about, like, things that happened on it. And okay. then it came out, like, people were just like, oh, that, like, must have been so embarrassing or whatever. And I was like, I don't think I have anything embarrassing on there. And then the guy who was the admin said, I've read everyone's PMs. You'd be surprised. <laughs> and that's it. 
Um, every yeah. night before I go to bed, I, my eyes flash open wondering what I said when I was like 13 online. No, yeah, I have deep in the recesses of the Homestar Runner fan fiction world, there's uh, like a hundred distinct episodes of like cartoons that I wrote that were just grifted Family Guy jokes. <laughs> but that Homestar Runner? It was literally just like, the cheat, there's a message in your alphabets, and then Strong Bad's like, they say, ooh, it's actually uh, Cheerios. And uh, it's a fucking good Family Guy joke, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Let's talk about the other episode. I love the funny Griffin family. <laughs> Top ten Brooks fan- <laughs> strong bad fanfiction moments. Funny. Funny, yeah. Uh, next episode. It's because, like, in the intro, it's like, where are those good old-fashioned values? And, like, he's not. It's not. It's the dog, it has violence and sex. The dog talks and he drinks alcohol. The dog talks and he fucks a lot and he, he loves it. He's human so women hard. and it's regular. And he's so horny and also... Just a friendly reminder that Seth MacFarlane and Amelia Clark did date for like years, and it's all I can think about. <clears throat> he was Dario Naharis. He actually was. That fucked up, but true. Yeah. Um. Next episode, Dark Blue Moon. Remember when Amelia Clark in the second to last episode of Futurama played a girl that Zoidberg fucked, a human woman? What? She was, it was the last, second last episode of Futurama before, like, the sad one or whatever, where they're like, hey, we want another Emmy, and we did the sad dog episode. Um, you, you, of the reboot? Yeah, there, so the reboot, there was, like, the one where, like, they all got reborn, and then Fry got iPad for four seasons, and then there was one episode before the finale, and it was, um, it's called Stench and Stenchability, which is funny, mm-hmm. and it's like, and Zoidberg meets this woman who doesn't have a sense of smell, because everybody else is repulsed by Zoidberg's smell. So Which, of course, fought. as they have been for all seven seasons of the show. Yeah, it's kind of like a funny, like a long-running thing. And anyways, the last five minutes is just Zoidberg's ass right up against the camera, like... It's so good. I have no memory of anything past, like, the first movie. After the the reboot. Well, Frank and I've had. Oh, yeah. We're, fucking, I've had. we're running long this week, and we don't deserve it. <laughs> Next episode, Dark Dark <laughs> Is it previously on for some reason? I'm like, okay. Yeah, they they uh, underestimate anime fans. Uh they're also like they're so the narrator's like they're traveling by sea to avoid danger, and it's just Sea is historically bad for JoJo's. I mean airplanes are too. Right, but the only JoJo who died, like, the only JoJo we know who died, died on a boat. This is the sec- almost the second time a JoJo died from an exploding boat. Like, exactly. That's, that's not something you should be able to keep track of. Right. You know? But the, anyways, they're going to Singapore and Beach Joseph is here, and I fucking love it. Uh, so I have a, cu- a couple things here uh, that I want to mention. Remember, so the doctors can't help Holly, they're, but they're Speedwagon Foundation doctors. So right. they should. No, they- <laughs> so they're just they're standing on the far side of the room, like, huh? Looks like she's very sick. Yeah, and that's it. So like, they should know what stands and stuff are, but they have no way to help her. And I just thought of another thing to add to the "this is never brought up again" category of the sure. uh, yada yada boys Wikipedia. Remember the episode where they had like I forget if it was a mask or it was Santana, but they had him like trapped in a UV cage. Yes. And I thought, like, oh, he's gonna break out, or, like, something will happen. It just never comes up again. Like, he's still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much like uh, someone going into Whammy Shadow, the mystery remains. That was such a cool wrinkle. <laughs> Bad show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're just nitpicking. Actually, in the extended comic. <laughs> Santana I don't see you writing a manga. Um, anyway, they're going to Singapore, and I, I just, this is so stupid. <laughs> the stowaway shit? No. Well, yes. But also, they draw attention to, like, draw draw attention, do you get it? Because, like, they cl- obviously don't want to draw the characters in other costumes. Right. So they just bring attention to it, where Joseph, who, by the way, is 69 nice years old, and he nice. still looks like he does. He's in, like, a boy sailor outfit. No, he looks like Vince McMahon in a sailor's outfit. He looks like, like Vince McMahon in a sailor's good. outfit. And he's like, why aren't you boys changing your clothes? And they're like, we are Japanese students after all. But actually, it's like, we don't want to draw you in different outfits. So, yeah, only Joseph. Joseph uh, sailor suit, you get one. 
because then, like, you know, if, if like, Jotaro took his hat off, then, like, his hair would become conceivable to the human eye. His hair is, he does take his hat off at certain points, and it's gross. Oh, okay. It's gross to look I don't, at. I don't like it. I hope, he, I hope he's bald like Hulk Hogan. I think the, um, like, I don't know if this is canon, but the fan explanation that I hear a lot is that the back of his hat is cut out. So, like, oh, okay. he only has a front hat. It's like a visor sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Terrific. And his hair it's just a, It's his tiara. Up. It's his tiara. Um, yeah, so then they're like, oh, well, we are students after all. And Jotaro probably says something like, I don't care about sweating. And then- It's also just very funny that it's, th- this is their school uniform. Yeah. We, that not really a, a uniform, he, so much, cause it's, like it's not- He has a fucking golden, like, chain link coming off of his neck. And he's yeah. like, this is my regular clothes that I wear. And then Abdul says, so this is Bushido. <laughs> right. What? Okay. Now this is Bushido. Uh, and then a child bites a man's arm and jumps into the ocean. Yeah, there's a stowaway who wants to see their dad in Singapore and then jumps into the ocean. And then after this child jumps overboard, Jotaro is just lounging. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's fine. The kid jumped because they like to swim and they're good at it. Yeah. Don't worry. But then, uh, oh. And then a shark shows up immediately. So, so then a shark shows up immediately and Star Platinum beats the shit out of it. It beats the sh- sh- shit out of the shark and punches it into space, and it's very good. Great show. Love to see it. They really, they just reenacted that, like, Brock Lesnar WWE commercial. Yeah, he hits an F5 <laughs> on the shark. So Jotaro uh, F5s a shark, and it explodes into space. I was very sure that the shark was going to be the stand, and I was so ready for it. Mm. Just like, my stand is just regular shark. It's just a shark. So he, he beats up the shark and blood flies out of it everywhere, and then he jumps in to save the kid. And then um, I would would very like much to point out here that Jotaro does extremely touch like a twelve year old's breast. Yeah, so that gets glossed over very quickly, but it's definitely yeah. something that happens. And also, I mean, like, yeah, I don't like this. Uh, that's bad to see and to read and to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also in the middle of the ocean, and Jotaro's walking around like it's waist deep water. Yeah, and he's oh, it's it's a girl, which. Why does it matter? Doesn't really, but anyway. Yeah, it super doesn't, huh? Really yeah. never comes up. Doesn't come up again. Doesn't factor into things. Anyway, he saves the kid and brings her back to... Oh, no, he's bringing her back and just, like, walking in the middle of this ocean water. And then, like, a thing is... is oh, another fin's coming up behind him. And Kakuin's like, Hierophant Green will help, and, like, snatches them up. Right. Yeah. Also, you just said ocean water, and I was like, nice, Sonic. I'm thirsty. Oh, yeah. I mean, we already had our, like, customary bubble tea before this, so I don't know if we'll be making a Sonic trip after. It's usually one. You get one. Um, Right. (laughs) So. Now I do want to very much go there. Yeah. I mean, Sonic 2 is better than Sonic 1, am I right? Yeah, Sonic and and Knuckles as well is the thing that exists. Yeah. and um, More like Sonic Sonic Spinball, yeah. Sonic Spinball, yeah. So they, they suspect that the girl was the Sandmaster, which is great. Yeah. And then she pulls out a knife and says, this knife is thirsty for the blood of its 340th victim. Yeah, I don't know if that's a reference to something, like some lore or whatever, but it's... Yeah, if like, I were writing it, it would have been like 420th or something funny. <laughs> and but. someone says maybe we should toss her back in. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, and then my favorite thing happens. Yeah, let's uh, let's unpack this. Which Jotaro, first, he has cigarettes now. He loves to smoke. And he lights one, and he puts it in his mouth, and fucking half the screen gets blacked out, censored. Because, uh, if you'll remember, Jotaro is 17 years old. Yeah, he's 17, he's a child boy. Uh, and you tend to forget that, because he's, uh, <laughs> because he's, <laughs> he's, as, only... he's as strong Sorry. as his 69-year-old grandpa. Uh, and he's only five years older than this child. Five years older than this child, and he's six foot five. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, so then a guy who definitely isn't a stand user because he's the only person with a unique design comes out, and he puts <laughs> out the cigarette on Jatara's hat, and says, like, don't, don't disgrace the ocean, or something. Yeah, and then Jojo's like, you're a bastard, I'm being rude on purpose, because you're a stand user. You're a stand user. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, and then, Abdul okay, fucking the, sucks, the, the dude. Cap, what does Abdul do? Abdul says, this man whose name is Captain Dragon, okay. is a man we can trust and is not a stand user. So, Captain Dragon. So Captain Dragon is the subtitle that comes up. They only mention this once. Abdul clearly says Captain Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just hear him say those words. 
but that's the, very good. But the subtitle says Captain Dragon is a man we can. Oh yeah, like the localizers were definitely like, you know, what's a cooler name than Tennille? Fucking Dragon, dude. Dragon. Uh, I I also do want to mention that Captain Dragon says no smoking, Mister Outlaw, which is a good thing to say. Which that's pretty good. Uh, so then, as it turns out, like this actually was like kind of smart, a little bit. Explain. Uh, Tara's plan. <laughs> The thing about uh, the one thing you got to know about stand users, where if they inhale cigarette smoke, a vein pops up on the tip of their yeah, nose so, for sure. So Jatar, he's like, oh, I was I wasn't being a dickhead for no reason. I was being a dickhead because stand users, when they smoke, when they inhale smoke, a vein pops on their nose, and everyone grabs their nose except for the little girl. And then uh, Joseph, he's like, what? How did you figure out that out? And Jatar was like, actually, I didn't. It was a lie. <laughs> but only <laughs> stand users did it. Right. So good job. Dude, if fucking, if Jonathan just, like, was, like, Jonathan, like, in heaven was, like, oh, better check on my great-great-grandson and saw a 17-year-old child smoking a cigarette, mm. he would, like, fly to the moon and take off his helmet and die again. <laughs> and, like, lie? Like, trick someone? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the He's, thing. like, my grandson Joseph would never trick anybody. Uh, so I know this, and I love him. My, my grandson would never trick anyone, and I think Jotaro says the captain's gonna sleep at the bottom of hell. Yeah, take a fucking improv class, Jojo. It's like, this this episode does begin the trend of like Jotaro being really tough and strong, but he never has good shit to say. Yeah, Captain Dragon's like the real captain is sleeping with the fishes, and Jojo goes, "You can sleep at the bottom of hell." Yeah. Uh, so then we uh, we find out that this guy, his stand is like a fish man, and its name is Dark Blue Moon. Right. Eh, not that great. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's it's an Elvis song. And not 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 the best stand name, but whatever. Um, so then they beat the shit out of this guy immediately and send them flying into the ocean. He does the funny aura punches. And then Jotaro says, Avdol, say something. Yeah, he says, you're going to choke on seawater. Avdol, say something. <laughs> oh, it'll take you ten years to predict a fortune teller. And then and then Polnareff finishes it, and he's like, because I'm one. Yes. And I'm Polnareff. <laughs> and also me. I'm remember, part of it. Remember me from last episode? Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, a bunch of barnacles start coming on Star Platinum. Yeah, so, yeah, some bar- acorn barnacles are weakening him. Acorn barnacles uh, are going on Star Platinum's arm, and Jutara's like, I can't move. I'm sweating a lot. <laughs> which, which is, you know, his main, his main problem here. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Mm. Um, so what happens? Then he... So they're underwater. Yeah, he goes into to ocean... And uh, he, uh, Captain Dragon's just there, hanging out. And he's like, hey, uh, I bet you think you can hold your breath up to two minutes. Which, I, I looked this up. And from what yeah. I can find, the average person, untrained, underwater, can hold their breath for around 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Before they start, like, freaking out. Because that's, okay, because this captain is like, I have three times the lung capacity of a human. Which is like, I don't know, I took this to be like, that's like impressive but not really like super like probably someone like a regular guy who goes in the water a lot can probably hold their breath for up to two minutes at like a world record level right it's Um, like if it's like if the flash was like i can run a five minute mile it's like that's really fucking i mean it's not like (laughs) yeah yeah nice wally uh so so yeah that that was just so which like they, it, this could have been, for all it matters, like, 30 seconds and a minute, because whenever people are talking, like, time stops moving. So they didn't really need to get that in depth. They could just be like, you think you can hold your breath longer than me? Or they could have done what his great-great-grandfather did and just found a fucking sonic bubble under the ocean. Yeah. And just took a big sip after but, several minutes of talking but, underwater. But he didn't have the sort of pluck, so. He didn't have the sort of pluck, and, and he, he doesn't know about his, his hamon, so. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, anyway... They're, they're like, under the water, and then everyone on the boat's like, we have to help them. So, Av- like, Avdol really tries to send Magician's Red into the water. It's Avdol's first day, I guess. I, I watched this again to see, like, who acts, and I think everyone's stand pops out except for Joseph. <laughs> like, nice. He, he just watches. Like, he's like, nah, yeah, I'm not getting into this one. Yeah. But yeah, there's, like, uh, the Dark Blue Moon makes a big whirlpool... And, and like, it's underwater, which is also sort of conceptually challenging in terms <laughs> of, like, it's not really, like, that noticeable at the surface, but it's 
Maybe that's how whirlpools work. Yeah. I don't know. Hierophant Green tries to go in, and there's like sharp scales or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, we're not going in there." It's a watery ant lion pit, which is a thing that people say. Yeah, it's a classic thing that. Yeah. So then, uh, there's like, oh, like Jotaro, he's he's limp and he's flying. He surfaces around. for a second, he completely a limp, second, completely limp, and then they're like, oh, this is bad, and then Joseph says, this is good, actually. <laughs> actually, it might be good to me. So then we get to the best thing to ever happen. Uh huh. Which uh the the g- Captain Dragon's just still like talking shit for no reason, and then uh Jotaro and Star Platinum are still flying around, and then Star Platinum's big barnacle arm shoots forward. And Jotaro says those two words that everyone loves to hear. It's his famous move. Starfinger. Uh-huh. Starfinger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> which which is what Littlefinger did when he played with her ass. Starfinger. So Captain Dragon explains to us that he fo- he was limp because he's focusing all his energy into his two fingers, which explode out of the barnacles and kill the stand. Anyway. Right. So then uh there was like a f- earlier. I don't think we mentioned there was a five minute discussion of who was going to turn who into sh- sashimi, right? So then Jotaro says, "Looks like it was you who turned into sashimi after all." And then the the captain is definitely dying. Yes. So then Jotaro says, "Oh, like when I was think when I was spinning around the whirlpool, there was only one thing I was worried about." And the captain's like, "What is it?" And he says, "If you pissed, it would be gross because we're in the water." Yeah, gotcha. And then he just drowns. <laughs> like, Jotaro did very much murder this man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, later on, whenever someone gets, like, punched and all their bones explode and they die forever, a thing pops up and the narrator says, This person was forced to retire. <laughs> uh, but th- we don't get that for this guy, so he very much is dead no, at the bottom No, that guy's of the ocean. dead and his family will never know. Yeah. Uh, and then, as is just our family tradition, the boat explodes. It's just like, if if my great-great-grandfather, who Satan is currently inhabiting, I would, like, if he, like, I would know how he died if he died via boat explosion. That, you think that's something you, <laughs> when you send in those Ancestry.com tests, like, that's probably going to yeah, be the like, biggest thing on there. Like, straight up, I do not know my great-great-grandfather's name, but I know for sure that he didn't die in a boat explosion, because I would know about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, they, like, get... So the boat is exploding. It's not like a Titanic situation where it's, like, breaking in half and slowly falling. No, the boat, yes, Like, there yeah. are several explosions, and then they're like, let's get the lifeboats. And then they're all in the lifeboats, and we see everyone's alive, even, like, the crew who we care about. Right. And then they're just, uh, hanging out. And like a not ominous ghost barge with fucking metal hooks pulls up. Cool. And the episode ends. Isn't there a funny sound effect that's like, like oh yeah, because the, the, they're on the lifeboat and uh, Joseph he's like being a dad and he gives uh, the girl water, like a, a canteen, and she sees something and like like spits it out. Oh, she spits like, out the funny spit take water. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, hey, that's all water. Don't do that. And then they see a big boat in the fog. And that's it. Did you it's watch? A good, it's a good you, boat. Did you watch the next episode preview? Hey, it looks. It looks what? It's it's uh. It's it looks like a monkey is gonna watch a lady shower it and looks, like it. It very much looks like there's a horny ape in the next one. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you now, there is a horny ape in the next one. There's a horny ape who likes to watch a lady shower and likes to do it. Um, so, I, I don't know if you, um, because we did have that funny, like, uh, Joseph snafu at the end of, uh, at the end of last season. So, uh, um, right. do you, uh, do you know, like, how many ladies are, like, in, involved in this show right now, like, in, with the group? Is that none? It's, it's one, um, and we just met her? So, no. So, the, the, the girl that they throw as a boy? Oh, she's with them? Yeah, she's with them. Oh yeah, I guess she didn't blow up at the end, yeah. And and um we see Is a, she is she a fucking monkey? She's not she's not a monkey, but uh, the ape is very much watching her take a shower. The horny ape. And she uh, she's she's twelve. She's twelve, yeah. So uh, so yeah, uh, so Araki was like, Hey, a lot of people are think are saying it's weird that Joseph watched his mom take a bath. That must mean that it's good. 
Uh, you know what's really I'm really looking forward to is when for one episode, uh, because of stand magic, everyone thinks that uh, Joseph and Abdul are, are gay together. And it's funny. Like, it's a joke they do. So it's kind of like, so the Nazis were a bad part, but not sort of the only bad part of yeah, JoJo's Bizarre we, Adventure. Listen, this is a story that spends many decades, so we get all types of bad. Right. Can't, great. Can't wait for episode 17 of Yada Yada Boys. I don't know. I don't remember specifically what happened, but I saw, I think, someone on Twitter mentioning that they get to India at some point, and that's bad? It's, I mean, it's probably not maybe as respectful as it could be, I'm going to guess. probably not as respectful. Like, Jotaro was, like, racist to, uh, Joseph was racist to Japanese people at episode, like, zero. So that's where we started. So. I mean, some of the problems with Stardust Crusaders. I mean, Starfinger, though. Okay. Starfinger's good. On the bad side, there were there was a Nazi who was a good guy, but right, and then Mar- yeah, Starfinger. Starfinger. It's a famous move we all know and love. Mm-hmm. I think he might do Starfinger one more time. That'd be good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, those, are, those are the episodes. Thank you. Hope it's on his wedding night. Am I right, fellas? Okay. Um, hey, hey, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you guys know about Analungus. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, let me just see what we have coming up next week. Let me head over on, on, on that, that crunchy roll. Um, Stardust Crusaders. Next episodes are Strength and the Devil. So, hey. Okay. Good. Um, I, bet, I, I bet the devil is Dio. Yeah, it seems like they would fight Dio like eight episodes in. Yeah, that's my official Brooks Ogles be very good prediction. Okay, that they fight Dio in episode eight. Uh huh. And then, like, what's the rest? Do they just like hang out? <laughs> yeah, dude, they got, they got a whole world to explore. <laughs> uh, you want to do questions? Yeah, sure. You can send us an ask at yari dash yari dash boys or email us at yari yari boys at gmail dot com. Uh, first question this week <laughs> comes in from Tumblr user. Tilted, 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 clink. Sorry. Nailed it. What are the odds of Brooks predicting the ending of Stardust Crusaders? See, his <laughs> predictions are almost wildly accurate. Well, since they're going to kill Dio in episode nine, it's yeah. going to be a two episode fight. Uh-huh. Okay, um, well, so- episode 10 is going to be Jonathan's real funeral that he never got. Uh-huh. And then uh, episode 11 is going to be him getting interred next to Granny Arena. And, mm-hmm. um... And then what, there's like, what, 30 episodes? 40? Yeah, just about. So 40, so then there, so then Joseph is gonna like, um, take Holly around the world, and then at the very end, Joseph's gonna die, because you can't have two JoJo's long. And then that's it. That's so nice. And they'll be like, okay, well, well shit, since we have like, you know, a man from France and a man from Egypt, why don't we just all go drop you guys off at home together? So like, you're gonna go to France, and you're gonna go to Egypt, and they're gonna go to, um... Go to uh, Singapore, which all of, all of the, was from. All of the rest of the episodes after that, they're like, wow, now that we defeated Dio in episode 9, we can take a plane back. But it's just, like, real-time footage of them on the planes going to their various countries of origin. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then um, the second they slit Dio's throat, um, they're going to look up in the sky, and there's going to be a comet, and they're going to be like, that must be a good luck comet. Mm-hmm. And then it's actually Cars' body, like, fl- getting flung back into orbit. Oh, and it's like, and then it crashes in um, the United States. And then Joseph's like, nice, I get to go back to the country that I like. And then he, he sees that it's actually Cars, and Cars wakes up, and he's he's like, hey, time to kill some more Nazis. And then Joseph's like, yada, yada, yada. I saw uh, in the chat, uh, in the spoiler chat, yesterday or the day before, people were talking about how the ultimate like revenge Cars could get is like um, if he had sex with uh, with Holly. And then he was like, I'm your son, Joseph. <laughs> like, that's the ultimate, yeah. The ultimate being's ultimate revenge. <laughs> hey, I'm Dad. Back, pa- I'm back, Papa. Oh, no. Um, Ape of Naples asked this one. And this one says, what is Adam Sandler's Adam Standler? Now, I like that combination of words. It's, it, 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 we just have, like, which one, it, it's the click remote. So just a big human-sized can, remote. Can other people see in click? Can other people see the click remote? 
Yeah, he uh Christopher Hey, isn't Christopher Walken's character in Click Morty? I think it he yeah. So this is kind of like an extended universe sort of thing, right? Cuz Morty knows has all these scientific gadgets which he learned from his grandpa Rick like 50 years prior to the creation of the Click movie. So in that, so Rick and Morty takes place in 1965, mm-hmm. um, which explains why it's so racist. Uh, this, ooh, next one comes in from friend of the show, Roy Fuck Warlock. This one says, Mohamish Avdoinks. Now walk me through this. Mohamish Avdoinks. Okay. okay. Thanks, Roy. Uh, this one, hmm, another, we got a two-party here from Ape of Naples. This one says, Joseph is incel, Jotaro yeah. is Vol- Volcel, and Jonathan is nofap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jonathan Jostar has never seen his own penis. <laughs> uh, like, he, he blacks out anytime he's in front of a urinal. Anonymous asked, could we get an episode-to-episode tier list of the boys going? So I guess this is the, like, main, the Stardust Crusaders. This is the normal team. So who, starting from worst to best right now? Well, Kakuin didn't do shit this episode. He saved, he did save them with Hyrule Cream. He did very much save them. I forgot. His stand's so bad, I don't like to think about it. Mm -hmm. So is he, is he the bottom? He's like... (laughs) I mean, yeah. So Kakioin bottom. Who's next? Polnareff, probably? Well, yeah, he's too new. He's too he's, new. He's too new, and he was too horny. Then, I, I like... Jotaro very much did not only, like, do bad things, but also, like, did almost try to let a child drown. Yeah. So, But he did also kill a guy very good with Starfinger. He did kill a guy, yeah. So... Did you Starfinger? So here, I just mine. don't... I just want to respect Joseph because he's my favorite. Yeah, so here's from worst to, to best right, right now, as of episode six or whatever. Uh, Kakioin? Polnareff. Yeah. Avdol did a Joseph, very good job. Joseph Avdol. No, Jotaro Avdol Joseph. Right. Because he had a and it's not, outfit on. Yes, that's literally it. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, Avdol like, did the best job, but it's just going to take a lot to beat that sailor's outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one comes in from Tumblr user Monstrosity, who asked, What's the reason stand names are changed in the English version? Most of them are just phrases that I doubt you could copyright, even if they're recognizable as a song title. Um, I, I think it's just to avoid any of it. Like, don't even try to get involved in that kind of stuff. Because sure. there's so many. And I think at that point it's like, well, this person might not care, but their record label might, or whatever. Right. So let's just change it to not even... Everyone says Japanese copyright laws are different, but it just seems like the fucking Wild West. Like, you can just do anything you want, and it's fine. Just like, you know, it's... You know, if you want unchanged stand names, then you're gonna have to dismantle capitalism. It's, it's pretty much... That's pretty much what it comes down to. <laughs> I think that's why the DSA has exploded in, like, in membership in the last couple of years. <laughs> because everyone wants... Uh, Steely Dan instead of Dan of Steel in the uh-huh. translation. Yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Siberian Pine asked, "It's so hard to ask questions because the show is so good." My question yeah. is, whose fucking idea was it to make Smokey Two? It's a girl now, so that's different. Is JoJo <laughs> set in a parallel universe in which puberty is the transition from street urchin to bodybuilder? Also, I'm so happy Silver Chariot is on the team now. My large armored son, love you. Okay. I like to think that Smokey was kind of Poco Two. Mm-hmm. But did... Okay, did Smokey help at all? I don't think Smokey did. He did very much want to tell jo- jo- Joseph that's your mom. At the most inappropriate time, mm-hmm. when he was, like, running and working into a plane. Yeah, so... With piranhas on it. I, no, I think... Didn't Poco actually help, though? Because, like, he opened... Because he was very pathway? small. He took off... He took of his large body armor and became quicker and just in time to watch so um Poco, spe- uh, just to watch Zeppeli get owned. Poco actually helped more than Smokey. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Smokey Tour it's a girl now, so that's different. Yeah. This, this girl hasn't done much yet to help. It is like actually a lot of the like uh drama in the episode centered around her. So. And she's good with a knife apparently. She's she's killed 500 men with a knife, so. I hope she kills the monkey. <laughs> That'd be good. 
Yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Cosmemer asked, have you noticed that Jotaro doesn't wear socks? Does it make you as uncomfortable as it makes me? No socks and yet two belts. Um, I know somebody who's noticed that Jotaro doesn't wear socks, and that's Polnareff because he's a fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing he noticed about him. <laughs> he's, he's looking at his, like, supple legs, and then he noticed those ankles popping out, and he... And then, uh, uh, Silver Chariot's armor, like, comedically popped off again. Right. Yeah. I think one of the belts isn't even, like, looped through. It's just around him. Yeah. But it looks like, like he has a fucking chain wallet. And... Everyone is cool with him having a huge chain off his shoulder. Like, this is my Atari wallet. It's got an Atari logo on it. I'm Jotaro. And that's how he looks. Why is Jotaro like that? We may never know. Yeah. Why is he mean? Because he's 17. But, like, Joseph was nice. Yeah, true. Yeah. Ah. He did, like, let a girl's tooth get ripped out or something, but, like... I mean, mean, when that was happening, Joseph did very much say, I don't even know her, you idiot, so... Yeah, he, he, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, he had a phase. Yeah, definitely, definitely related. Anyway, that's the episode. Thanks yeah, for, episode. for lis- listening. This is this has been Yaddy Yaddy Boys. I'm Brooks Oglesby, and I'm not owned. You are. That's it's good. I mean, are, are we going to even do the other ones, or are we just going to end it there? Um. I don't know. Let me see nope. if Dan Harmon said some other dumb shit. Don't, don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. <laughs> don't get cooked. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.